It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, You Wouldn't Like Me When I'm Angry. Our scripture reference for today is Judges chapter 2, verses 16 through 23. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Then the Lord raised up judges who delivered them out of the power of those who plundered them. Yet they did not listen even to their judges, for they lusted after other gods and bowed down to them. They soon turned aside from the way in which their ancestors had walked, who had obeyed the commandments of the Lord. They did not follow their example. Whenever the Lord raised up judges for them, the Lord was with the judge, and he delivered them from the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. For the Lord would be moved to pity by their groaning because of those who persecuted and oppressed them. But whenever the judge died, they would relapse and behave worse than their ancestors, following other gods, worshiping them and bowing down to them. They would not drop any of their practices or their stubborn ways. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And he said, Because this people have transgressed my covenant that I commanded their ancestors and have not obeyed my voice, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations that Joshua left when he died. In order to test Israel, whether or not they would take care to walk in the way of the Lord as their ancestors did, the Lord had left those nations, not driving them out at once, and had not handed them over to Joshua. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Where does anger originate? Modern psychology has several theories. We tend to think anger is a bad thing, unless, of course, we give ourselves the right to be angry. Even then, people feel remorse about things they said or did out of anger. But saying anger is bad can't be the solution. Even God got angry. In English, we want one word for each feeling we have, each idea. Biblical Hebrew doesn't work like that. That ancient language doesn't have as many words as we do. As a result, it uses one word to connect different feelings and ideas. So, for example, in Hebrew, the word for anger can also denote sorrow. The writers of the Bible had no notions of psychology as we know it, but they were perceptive enough to know how to connect life with their limited choice of words. If you're angry at someone, could that mean you're feeling sorrow? You're feeling pain because they said something that hurt you. It could be a decision someone made that hurt your relationship with them. You're sad to lose that part of your relationship. Many times the result of all that is anger. They hurt you, so you hurt them. 
You do so saying you're angry while ignoring your anguish. Okay, this isn't a psychology lesson. Let's consider this connection between anger and sorrow as we read the Bible. More to the point, think about what it means for God to get angry. We read about that happening in today's reading. Judges is not only the name of a book in the Bible, it also characterizes the people of God. Judges depicts a season of life for the Israelites. They had no king. They fought amongst themselves. Most notable, they abandoned God during this time. During this time, God called people to be judges for the people of God. And these people would have authority and wisdom. They would deliver God's people from their enemies. But the people would turn away again. The text today says that the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. Remember the old Incredible Hulk series? That's where we get the line, Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The people didn't know that about God at first. Then later they did, and they still made God angry. I'd be angry too if I were God. Imagine doing everything for your people, hearing their cries, delivering them, and giving them abundant life. All that so they can turn their back on you. I've been angry at people for way less than that. Now we can understand God wanting to feel that way. Now, let's pause and lay aside for a moment the mad-as-all-get-out idea of anger. In its place, put sorrow. The people turned their back on God, and the sorrow of the Lord was kindled. What difference might that make in understanding who God is? Why would God feel sorrow for his people? God knows what we're tempted to do when our focus isn't holiness. Not only do we reject God, but we set ourselves up for failure. And we have to live with the consequences. That tells me God's anger comes from sorrow because he wants so much more for us. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.